0: Hello and thanks for downloading this episode, we really appreciate it. All views expressed on this podcast are those of the individuals concerned and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or Beyond Radio.
1: Every kick, every game, every goal, following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.
0: Well, they say a week is a long time in football, as the cliche goes. Three days is even shorter. I don't think anybody could have predicted on Monday morning where we would find ourselves towards the end of the week. But the sensational, the shocking, the unbelievable return of the King to the Mazuma Stadium. Derek Adams named as Morecambe's new first team manager following that shock departure of Stephen Robinson to St Mirren. Earlier this week, he has signed an initial deal until June 2023 with, of course, the initial mission of keeping Morecambe in League One this season. 13 games of the current campaign still to go. There are going to be so many twists and turns, aren't there, between now and the end of April, that's for sure. On the way then, on this special Shrimps Verdict podcast, hello from Dave Salmon, by the way, we'll be getting some fans' reaction. I've been chatting to Tom Collins, aka Shrimps Online, to get his views on the current situation. And Morecambe superfan Darren Clifford joins us as well. Uh, That's to come very shortly on this podcast. But before that, earlier on today, we headed down to the Mazuma Stadium where Morecambe first team manager Derek Adams was officially unveiled. And we caught up with the Scotsman uh, to find out just what has lured him back to the Mizuma.
1: Greg Lambert here for Beyond Radio, and I'm here with the man who has returned to the Mizuma Stadium, manager of Morecambe Football Club, Derek Adams. How are you doing, Derek? Hi, thank you. So how are you feeling? It's been a bit of a whirlwind these last few days.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, we've uh, you know come into a situation where um, we're in League One now, and uh, we're in the, the relegation zone, and we need to get out of there. And, uh, you know, looking forward to the challenge. I've been here before. Uh, when I came into the football club and uh, we want to, you know, stay in League One, we've got a tough game on Saturday against Ipswich. But uh, you know, the players trained well this morning and uh, you know had a good performance the other night away to Rotherham. So, why make the decision to come back? Well, I think that um, you know, when you're offered to, to come back to a football club that um, was good to me, I obviously left uh, after we won promotion uh, at Wembley, and I think that from my point of view, is to try and keep this club in League One and, uh, you know, that's a challenge and, uh, you know, that I want to take on.
1: So take us through the timeline then. I mean, the, the news sort of came on Monday that Stephen Robinson had been given permission to talk to St Mirren and the news on Tuesday morning that he'd mm. departed. When did you find out about that? When did you make contact with the club? Or did the club contact you and when was it all put together?
2: Yeah, I mean, I got a call from Rod, uh, the co-chairman, uh, on Tuesday to, to, you know, speak it through and Asked me, you know, what you know, I thought, and I said to him that uh, yeah, I would, you know, like to you know take up the, the job if it was there, and you know really get started and uh, get things moving, and uh, that's what we did, and uh, we came to you know an agreement on that.
1: Now you mentioned Wembley before. Take us back to that day. How was how was that whole experience for you?
2: Yeah, it was a great day. You know, it was a very hot day uh, at Wembley, and you know, to get this football club for the first time uh, out of League Two into League One was a fantastic uh, occasion. And we had you know so many supporters down there. There was only allowed ten thousand in the stadium, but it was a, a very good atmosphere. And uh, you know, just to get this you know town into to League One, uh, the whole, you know, everyone was wanting us to succeed, and uh, we had a, you know, a really tremendous season.
1: Now, in terms of the fans, there will be a lot of fans, a huge amount of fans, looking at the reaction on social media, who really, really pleased to see that you're coming back. Never got the chance to thank you properly because of the circumstances with COVID last season. There may be some fans though who are, are saying, well. Derek left us does he really want to be here what's your message to the fans of Malcolm Football Club
2: yeah I mean I was taken into the football club to preserve league football you know I did that and uh, then the next chapter was to try and get us into league one and we had a three year plan to do that and uh, you know quite quickly uh, the, the plan was uh, we, we succeeded uh, in that time school. and from my point of view um, that at that moment in time was my job done and uh, I think that that uh, we then moved on, and you know I moved to, to another club. Now you know coming back here, the next job is to try and you know preserve uh, our status as a league one club.
1: And looking at that, you've got thirteen games to go. You've got a squad that's quite different, very very different mm. to the one that you left behind, and have been playing in a style of play that's been very open. There's been a lot of quite dramatic games and. The the way that your team was set up last season was very much hmm. to get results very successfully to grind hmm. out results. How do you see the style of play with the new set of players evolving in the yeah, last thirteen games?
2: I, I'm not uh, really bothered, you know, about that from the point of view. We need wins, and uh, it's it's about winning that uh, you know keeps you uh, in the league. And, uh, we have to, you know, stop conceding goals. We've obviously conceded too many goals this season, uh, and we have to be more clinical. And uh, these are the two aspects that we have to improve on uh, to get the wins that we, we need.
1: And how impressed have you been with the, the players? How have they welcomed you back? And the attitude that you've seen in training, having taken training for the first time?
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's, it's quite quick this morning. I think that um, you know the players that I've, you know I've had here all before, um, you know I know well. Uh, there's players that uh, are in the squad. That have come in, you know, during you know both transfer yeah. windows, that uh, I've seen play many times. So I'm, I'm quite comfortable with the players and the staff that we have. It you know going in and the running.
1: And looking ahead to the Ipswich game, how's it looking in terms of the squad? Any injury concerns? Any any worries at all about anybody before game? We don't have any
2: concerns uh, from Tuesday night. So which is a good thing. I think that uh, you know we have to be as strong as we possibly can going into the last games of the season and. Uh, you know the players that had come back from injury. You know are, are returning. Do you have a, a
1: points target in your mind where you know that's where Morecambe should be aiming for in order to be certain of safety?
2: There's always a points target, but um, the points target is, is to win. You know every game, and uh, I think that uh, that's the, the thing that I go into every game trying to do uh, is to try and win the next game. And uh, if we can do that, then you know we'll we'll be well safe.
1: So, what's your final message to the Morecambe fans in terms of looking ahead to the next thirteen games, and your aim and your target for the club in the short term?
2: Well, as you've seen with the you know the supporters this season, the, the uptake in season tickets has been magnificent, and uh, the support that they've had, you know, on a weekly basis, uh, has been appreciated by the players. And, uh, they've seen a lot of good games uh, at the stadium, and they want to see you know winning performances, and uh, we've got to go and deliver that. Are you happy to stay for the long term? Yeah, I mean, I think that to any football club that uh, you come to a football club that uh, is trying to to move forward and and I've got to, you know, be successful. And as we all know, it's two-sided. You know, I went to another football club and uh, it didn't work out. And, uh, you know, that's the the nature of the business.
1: Well, best of luck to you, Derek. Uh, Everybody at Morecambe really getting behind you and the lads and, and hoping that we can stay in League One. So thank you very much for speaking to me on radio. Thank you. Rod Taylor, the co-chairman of Morecambe Football Club. How are you doing, Rod? Another whirlwind week in the life of uh, chairman of Morecambe Football Club. I'm
3: absolutely fine, Greg, absolutely fine. It's been an interesting week. It's been non-stop, but uh, we've got over the line today. Okay.
1: well, let's just sort of go back to earlier in the week and the news of Stephen Robinson leaving. Now, that came out of the blue for fans of Morecambe Football Club. Did it come out of the blue for yourself and Graham and the rest of the board? Absolutely, Yeah. Uh, we were
3: approached on the uh, Monday, um, and I had two conversations with uh, with Stephen that day, as others did. And uh, you know, by by the evening, it was um, job was done. So, and it's it's one of these where you can say we, we, we've maybe took a little bit of criticism. We shouldn't have uh, allowed the approach. We shouldn't have allowed him to talk. The bottom line is. Um, if a club doesn't allow anybody to talk to a manager, another club, then they can always resign. They can always walk away, which will be entitled to compensation. But actually, I'd prefer, and I think we'd prefer to do things in a in, a, in the proper manner, and we've done that. We've acted professionally. Uh, you never know in football. You never know when pots cross again. And today is a perfect example. So
1: um, it was as quick as that. So. Once Stephen Robinson was going, what was the board's thinking in terms of recruitment? Was Derek always right at the top of the list? Uh
3: ab- absolutely. We've had quite a number of, of enquiries. We haven't advertised the post, obviously there's no time, but <clears throat> lots of agents, lots of individuals, um you know, some some what you would call big names really. Uh, but look, Derek's got a history here, he's got um a history of uh, good performances in, in, in League Two and in, in fact in League One. Uh, when he came in last time we were bottom of League Two, he turned that round and then the following season we got promotion. He knows the club, he knows the infrastructure, he knows a number of the players, a good nucleus of the players, he knows the staff, he knows you know, the, the whole ethos of the club. Why would you not uh, you know, capitalise on all that? We need to hit the ground running, 13 match season now which starts on Saturday against Ipswich so it, it just
1: made absolute sense. I mean it has been quick and you know yourself and the board can take a lot of credit from that that hasn't dragged on and you've, you've got somebody in place now with a couple of days to prepare for the Ipswich game which is a crucial game as they all are. Yeah the, 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 there was no time, I mean
3: look we haven't done this in haste we've done this quickly but thought through that's how I see it and, and I've got to you know I've got to commend Barry Roach um, And Neil Wainwright at at Rotherham the other night, I thought the football was superb, how we didn't get anything out of that game I will never know Uh, and we've just got to pick it up now and uh, and take it
1: on. There's been a lot of games like that recently, I mean the Bolton game similar, Gillingham very very similar and Derek's style certainly based on last season is very much to make you hard to beat perhaps turn some of those draws and those could have been into three
3: points. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. It's a different set of players and, and some players with totally different skill sets. Um, so it will be interesting how, how Derek moulds that. To be honest, Greg, it hasn't been a, priority, a massive priority to talk about. Uh, he's had the lad's training today, he'll be in tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, can't wait for Saturday and let, let's get the show on the road again.
0: So there you go, Derek Adams officially unveiled at the Mazuma this afternoon as the new first team manager of Morecambe Football Club. We've been getting some reaction here on the Shrimps Verdicts podcast on Beyond Radio. I've been catching up with Tom Collins, Shrimps Online, and Morecambe superfan Darren Clifford as well to get their reaction to this sensational news. Tom, I'll come to you first. What is your immediate reaction of the uh, the return of the King?
4: I'm buzzing. Absolutely buzzing! Can't wait to get him back, and um, yeah, excited. I think it's uh, we've moved very swiftly, mm. as always, no messing around, and uh, got thirteen games playing really well, and he's coming into a squad very motivated
0: to uh, survive for next season in League One, ready to go. Darren, what is your reaction to this news this morning?
5: Um, yeah, well. As Tom said, you know the club has, has acted really, really swiftly. All credit to the to the board, as usual, who uh, who always do the do, do the business the way that we all all hope they would. Um, it's it's the pragmatic choice. It's the logical choice. Um, obviously, Derek knows the the club inside out. He's not going to have to settle in. He's got an opportunity to to make us a bit more difficult to beat, which is obviously what what the next thirteen games is going to be all all about. I suppose like. A lot of people, because of the circumstances, he left last time. It is a little bit like going back with a girlfriend who ditched you for a guy with a better car nine months ago. But, um, um, but he's got thirteen games to 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 get us to survive, and and we'll we'll back him one hundred percent.
0: A different style of of play from Stephen Robinson, no gents. Hmm it's going to be implementing that you would think you've alluded to it there Darren having you about he will probably make us more difficult to beat we know how Derek sets his teams up so how does that then translate from a squad that was completely built in the image of the previous manager
5: well from a tactical point of view yeah, um,
0: if, we, if we if we've got a squad that's four 3 3 Attacking high press and and Derek's a lot more sit back soak it up hit on the break. How how, how does that translate with the, the players he has at his at his disposal?
5: Well, I think I think to be fair, one of the things that that uh, that Robo had sort of identified was that we needed to be a bit more solid at the back and and in the centre of midfield, which is why he brought in um, Jacob Badu. I think who's been an absolutely magnificent signing for us, um, and uh, and Farnay of course um, who um, who, you know, his job is is as a spoiler in midfield. So if, if Derek's gonna kind of go back to the 4-1-4-1 4-1 thing that he does normally, he's probably got a bit more pace um, than he had in his in, in his previous incumbency. We might be able to put um Toombs a bit further up the pitch so we can actually hurt people in their half the of the of the of the pitch. But we all know that Derek's very much about, you know, have a low block as they call it these days, and and go from there. But um he'll at least make sure that, that we don't look soft in the middle.
0: You've alluded to it there as well, Tom, that it's all about those next 13 games, isn't it? And if we listen to Anthony O'Connor's post match after the Rotherham game on Tuesday, one thing is for sure, the players definitely are up for the fight.
4: 100% um, I hate saying we've been unlucky, but we've been unlucky. The last four games, if you look at all the stats... Um, the underlying stats, we had uh, a high expected goals in Rotherham, the, the best side in the league on the Tuesday, but we've lost 2-0 the ball just won't go in the net at the moment mm. Gillingham, um, the Gillingham game how we only scored one goal, I'll never know. You know there's balls going across the box there's Jonas Jonas had a great chance at the end of B because they had a great chance, Bolton against 10 men we've battered them and we've uh, let it slip at the last minute so We've got two points from 12, but by my maths, we should have had seven at minimum. So it just isn't falling for us at the moment. Um, I would say I don't think there should be too much narrative around styles of play and stuff. Derek's a smart guy. He's not going to, I don't, I don't envisage him going to make wholesale changes. The side's working at the moment. It's just perhaps making tweaks as opposed to, to uh, revolution at this point. It just wouldn't be practical. Um, you know that, after a performance like Tuesday, why would you go and make massive changes? You just he might just change a personality in my opinion. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but um Derek's a smart guy, and he's you know if he was able to keep us in League one, then that would be a massive achievement, and it would be another um another thing that he could add to his uh his his, his huge collection of achievements over his career it's
0: It's funny how the managerial merry go around goes, isn't it? it, it I think we've, we've alluded to it there, we? the stars aligned, he leaves Bradford, we we need somebody quickly. He still lives local. All the pieces of the puzzle come back together. Uh, Darren, do you think that the fan base as a whole will welcome him back with open arms? I suppose if he's the man who took us into League One, most fans will be very happy that he's back.
5: Yeah, well, certainly from what I've seen, the immediate sort of reaction on social media has been... Uh, been been extremely positive, um, and and almost entirely because of what he what he did to get us out of of League Two, which was a, you know, a it was a miracle. There's no there's no two ways about it. Um, I just uh, you know you you look at it and and pretty much ninety percent of Derek's time with his last time out was during COVID, so we didn't really get to know the man. We didn't get to show him how much we cared about him. We didn't get to show him how how much we appreciated what he was doing. Um, and yeah, people will talk about styles of football and whether it's turgid or not or whatever. Football's about results. Simple as that. And you can play as pretty a football as you like, but if you're not getting the points on the board and ruin missed chances and ruin this or that, then, you know, it's, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, is the, is, are the last words of a fool. Mm. If, he, if he keeps us up in the next 13 games, the man will the get freedom of the town. It's that simple.
0: Well, if, if we get six turgid 1-0 wins that keep us in League One, then it, it's time to fundraise for that statue outside the Mazuma, isn't it?
5: Amen. Absolutely. And, and no, do you know what? At no point in my life have I ever walked away from from a Morecambe game where we've played ever so well and been and but lost and been anything other than hacked off. If it's been a terrible game of football and we've won it one nil, by the way, Wembley was just that kind of game. By the way, we all we we, we, we look at it through these rose tinted glasses, but it was a terrible, terrible game, terrible of, football, game of football. Awful, wasn't it yeah. terrible game of football. But we're in League One and Newport. Um, that's, that's that's the reality of it. So you know what? A couple of, a couple of three one 1-0ers. and I genuinely think that um, that we're within shooting distance of getting out of this. I genuinely do. I think, I think if we if we string just a couple of little cheeky results together, there are some teams in and around us that will bottle it. And the one thing that you can tell from from Anthony O'Connor's interview the other day and the rest and the mute music coming out of the dressing room is these boys are up for a fight. They want it. They know that they've got an opportunity right there in front of them. Don't wait for 46 games next season if we've gone down. I'm not I'm not interested in that. You've got 13 opportunities right in front of your Tekum.
0: Was it perhaps a a slight surprise from your point of view, Tom, that the board have gone back to Derek Adams, given the way that he left the club following the playoff final? Some would argue it it wasn't in in the best of circumstances. I I suppose from an employment point of view, he saw the end of his contract out and and he was free to leave and, and do what he chose to do. But given perhaps the manner of his departure, is it perhaps slightly surprising that he has been welcome back or is it a case that the board are pragmatic business people and he is the best man for the job and that's why he's back
4: um i can't speak on behalf of the board like in terms of what must go on there but i mean just i can speak personally and um i don't think it was the biggest shock ever that Derek left after the playoffs because the rumors were flowing from christmas onwards right but um I was really sad with the idea of him going. Um, but at the same stage, how could we um how could we turn on a guy that's taken us from literally bottom of the league uh, in league two to league one? So if he decides that um he's done his task at Morecambe and he thinks that there's a bigger, bigger opportunity at Bradford, um, which if you lay it out very pragmatically, then you can understand it. So I didn't personally hold any any grudges towards him leaving. I was sad about it, but we moved on swiftly. and um, it's the it's the way it is, but he he, he he more than fulfilled his task, and the door for me was always firmly open if uh, the opportunity arose and and such strange circumstances that' it's, it's happened, how it has.
0: The king is dead long, live the king, so it goes, Darren. We've got to get behind him now. But the one thing is for sure, regardless of what we might think of the departure of Stephen Robinson, he has left the club with the side with a very real chance of surviving in League One. I think as we we spoke about before we started recording that lots of, certainly a section of the fan base, lots of pundits and, and, and wider press, they completely wrote more come off before a ball was kicked this season. They thought by now we would be well cut adrift and we'd have a fun season in league, won some fun days out, but that would be that. To so be in with a real fighting chance, we have to give Stephen Robinson some credit for that. That he's given Derek Adams something to build on now.
5: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, you know, let's not let's not try and pretend that the last few months has, has been a you know an, an unmitigated disaster or something. Um, you know, I wrote an article for 442 magazine at the start of the season, review previewing what was about to happen. And they still said we were going to finish twenty fourth. You know, um, that's just it's it's just the way it is. Everybody underestimates us. Every single per- person away from our own football club. And you know, he's made some he's, he made some fantastic signings. I, I wish that he'd seen it through. Is the only thing that that I would say. And and whatever people say or don't say about about Derek and the circumstances in which he left. Um, and my only issue was the doing the retained list for Bradford while he was still taking our wages, is that, you know, he left for a perceived massive club for for more money and a massive opportunity and a huge fan base. And he'd got to the end of his contract, like Tom's just said. So, you know, you can't really blame people for that. And I think the reality for Morgan Football Club is that we are going to be a hothouse for not just young players, but managers as well. And we just need to get around the idea that, that will be a breeding ground where people can make their names and move on to bigger and better things. And, and we should be proud of that, not, not shy away from it. And that's the reality, right. yeah. you know, the reality of it is that the board of directors will look around and think, you know, what's the what was the pragmatic option? You know, we're not gonna go out and pay compensation for a manager that's already in work. What have we got? can we get somebody who can get in and settle in extremely quickly? Is there anybody higher on the list than Derek Adams who knows the club? No, there isn't. There just isn't, is there? So right now, whatever people's reservations or otherwise might be, you get behind the guy 100%, you get behind the players 100%. And let's start by getting getting some points against Ipswich this weekend and welcome the man back that got us in this position in the first place. Because, you know, I've had... I've had my picture taken with that League Two playoff trophy, but he got us that, you know, and 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 he deserves all, all the praise and accolades for getting Morecambe into League One. So, you know, this is a, this is an opportunity for us to welcome him back and actually say thank you, because we've never had the opportunity to say thank you to the guy.
0: I suppose, like you say, with managers moving on, it's the same as players, isn't it? We are that yeah. breeding ground. we got Sam Lavelle, moved him onto Charlton. We brought Carlos from non-league football. He moves... So, could be a Premier League player next season. And, and it, is, it is the same with managers because of who we are as a, as, as a football club. That said, there is work still to do, isn't it? We, we still do have to do that job. And Derek is coming in, Tom, and it's not his team anymore. It's not his squad. That said, we've still got a few players left over from his reign. Tooms, Aaron Wildig, one or two of them still in the squad. How quickly... Do you think he's going to
4: be able to, to to settle in in that regard? Um, obviously the proof will be in the pudding, but I don't. I, I mean, you look at Tuesday night; the players are just fully motivated to go and get the job done. They're, they're not lacking in confidence. Um, we were able to retain Cole Stockton during the window, which again must we must give massive credit to the to the board because if they'd gone out and to tender, there would be a whole list of clubs that would would have given a six-figure mm-hmm. fee for Cole Stockton. And all of a sudden, I think if you look at the performances earlier on in the season and we were getting points, I actually think we're playing better now than we were when we were picking up points in those times. We're creating a lot more chances. We're looking a lot better. Since um, since January, we've brought in uh, Trevor Carson and Jacob Badaw. We're looking not only more solid at the back, but I think there's an element of less anxiety going forward as well. So we're just looking a lot more relaxed. If you look at other teams in the relegation, um, in the relegation battle, they have problems around the pitch, whereas I just don't see that for us now. I don't get those same jitters when when there's a corner taken, for example, touch wood that continues over the weekend. Hopefully not cursed it. Um but again, looking at attacking-wise, you've got Cole. But all of a sudden, I think Jonah Young has been our best player since the turn of the year. And then all of a sudden, you've got Jonah Beaker, where you've got genuine selection problems. If we play a five-three-two, which two do you go with? So that wasn't a problem we had um, at the back end of uh, last, last year. So all of a sudden, I think... Um, oh, and then the other thing to add... Um, some of these extra players, the sort of these fringe players, the likes of Fane or Farmy, however you pronounce his name, um, who came in, the likes of Courtney Doofus even put in a good shift for 10 minutes at, at, at Rotherham. There's a squad there where we're largely, I, I can't think of many injuries, where we're ready to go and uh, motivated. So I think egos will be put aside. Everyone is going to go for, is aiming in the same direction to pick up absolutely as many points as possible. And then next season is next season. It almost feels like, I hate this free hit idea, but the pressure's a little bit off us because people have looked at Stephen Robinson's left us and, you know, more comes done now. But we know internally we don't work like that. We will go to the absolute final whistle at the final point it's just not how more can do it we will not stop fighting you go back a few seasons ago we lost 1-0 at home to Barton in the penultimate game and um, everyone said we're down just so happens we weren't down we went to Coventry carved out on 0-0 nil, 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 nil. it's not over until it's over we just need to keep fighting as a fan base we need to get entirely behind Derek even if we get a terrible result on Saturday it's just one game at the end of the day it's 12 more to go So we've just got to keep going behind uh, online, just everyone together and get behind the manager because we've got a great opportunity to remain in League One. And that's a a massive achievement for a club like Morecambe.
0: You follow Morecambe home and away, Darren. You're in and amongst the the fan base and and, and the crowd. The, the, The supporters are going to be needed more than ever now in these last 13 games, aren't they? They are going to be that 12th man that can hopefully push us over the line
5: have to be absolutely have to be and you know um nobody is raising the right flag of white flag above the Mazuma. not anytime soon we're all there to fight um off the pitch we can get behind the lads and show them that 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 we're absolutely 100 percent behind them um and and in a in a kind of strange way there's no pressure there's no pressure there's no pressure on the players because they have literally been given a hospital ball on on, uh, on Monday, Tuesday, and they can they can either deal with it or not. And Derek has got 13 games, and if he if he keeps us up, the man's an absolute legend. And if it doesn't work out, it's somebody else's fault. There's no drama, <laughs> so it's 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 a win win situation. But I genuinely think because of his knowledge of the of the of the game, because of his knowledge of the football club. And and I don't I'm, I'm with Tom on this one. I don't think he'll make wholesale changes. I think it'll be a few tweaks for the weekend just to just to make us a little bit wilier in transition. And the points are there for us. We know that. We've seen the performances, we've seen the fact that we're looking we look fantastic going forward. We have had not a great deal of luck in front of goal of late, and we should have we should have got a draw on Tuesday on Tuesday night, by the way. Um, but their goalkeeper had an absolute worldie. Um the, there's there's little moments during the season where you look at it and you just think, how is that not absolutely rip the guts out of the players? But but they carry on going, you know. Typified by you know Cole Stockton, you know the other week misses misses a penalty in the pouring rain, and then slots an absolute beauty a couple of minutes later. That's what they're about. Yeah. They take every disappointment on the chin and they keep moving forward. And that's what we're going to do, and we do it together.
0: Gentlemen, thanks so much for your time at very short notice. Really appreciate it. Just one final question uh, before you go. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, guys. 13 games to go. Then we have 30 points at the moment. How many wins or how many points do you think we're going to need to stay in League One? Darren?
5: Um, I think if we get anywhere near 47, 48 points, we stay up. I think it's a straight fight between probably us and Wimbledon. Um, and when, it, when the time comes, when it comes down to it, I think we'll score more goals and that's what that's keep us up.
0: So we're saying five wins, two or three draws. I, I, I think yeah. I am in that same kind of ballpark. I've said six wins now, I think for about the last five games. So it, I think it was six wins from 18. It's now six wins from 13 with those two or three draws to get to that 50 point mark. But yeah, perhaps 47, 48 might be enough. Tom, how many points do we need?
4: Look, I'll be honest, I haven't sat down and done all that yet because i think there's so many permutations. But what I have um, from a uh, Sheffield Wednesday fan I know, uh, Peter, um, he believes it's it's a low year at the moment, that it's, it's on the lower side. Um, what I would say is it's not just Wimbledon. I think um, even Shrewsbury are looking pretty nervous um, at the moment. They can't keep um, 11 players on the pitch. So we've just got to go and do our bit and um, see what falls and um, just keep the faith keep going as i said before it's never over until it's over you just got to keep fighting and, and as darren said that there's great spirit in this squad and um, i i think that this could even galvanize us. fingers crossed that they, they 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 will find a reason just to keep going so we'll stay up
0: Massive thanks to Tom Collins, a.k.a. Shrimps Online. That will make a very interesting match preview, won't it, this weekend? That's for sure. And Morecambe superfan Darren Clifford as well for giving us their expert views on the appointment of Derek Adams as the new manager of Morecambe Football Club. Thanks for your ears and your downloads of this special episode of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. Always appreciate your company. Catch just for full match commentary. If you're not heading down to the Mazuma, we'll be live on Beyond Radio on FM and DAB plus digital radio and also via iFollow Shrimps from 2.45. It's going to be quite the occasion, that's for sure. We look forward to your company then and we'll speak to you next time.
1: Every kick, every game, every goal following Morecambe
0: FC in League 1. Full match commentary of Morecambe
1: FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.